You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on Europe's satellite navigation systems. From deciding where to spray crops in the field to guiding rescue operations or monitoring the Earth's volcanoes, satellite navigation touches all aspects of our lives. That's why the European Union has devoted a lot of effort to building its own satellite navigation systems, Galileo and EGNOS. But this technology doesn't come cheap. So how is the EU investing its money in space? Stay with us. For millions of years, humans have looked to the sky to find their way. But this guidance from space takes on a new form with the recent development of satellite navigation systems. In the 1990s, eager to break its dependency on the American GPS system, the EU decided to develop its own global satellite navigation systems. The first, still based on GPS signals, became known as EGNOS, the European Geostationary Navigation Overlay System. The second was Galileo, which was expected to become a self-sufficient system under civilian control. So how do they work? EGNOS is a regional satellite-based augmentation system that improves the precision of GPS signal. In open landscape, someone using a GPS-enabled smartphone can determine their position to within about 5 metres, but the accuracy worsens near buildings, bridges and trees. An augmented EGNOS signal improves accuracy compared to GPS to within 1 to 2 metres and is available more than 99% of the time. The increased accuracy is vital for safety-critical applications such as flying planes and navigating ships through narrow channels. So what about Galileo? Galileo is the EU's state-of-the-art global navigation satellite system under civilian control, providing accurate navigation signals everywhere in the world. When it is fully deployed in 2020, the system will count 30 satellites and a network of ground stations and control centres to relay the information. Open access navigation with a precision down to one metre will be available to everyone, free of charge. But there's more. Galileo will help detect emergency signals and relay them to search and rescue teams in real time. and will also offer a public regulated service restricted to authorised users like the police or ambulance services who require high levels of signal reliability and continuity. When the constellation is complete, Galileo will also offer a commercial service with even more accurate data for industries such as mining, surveying or mapping. Paid access will enable users to benefit from precision to a range of centimetres and it will contribute to integrity monitoring services aimed at users of safety of life applications. But developing EGNOS and Galileo requires a big financial effort from the EU. So where's the money coming from? Let's turn to the numbers. In 2000, developing Galileo was estimated to cost about 3.2 billion euros, 1.1 billion needed for the development and validation phase, and the remaining 2.1 billion for the system's deployment from 2006 to 2007. But things took longer than expected, so the development and validation phase was prolonged until the beginning of 2009, and its cost soared to 1.5 billion euros to be paid half and half by the EU and ESA. With 700 million euros for implementing EGNOS and another 300 million provided for research, the total amount of public money invested in both global navigation programmes up to 2007 was at least 2.5 billion euros. But Galileo was still in its validation phase and EGNOS not yet up and running. 
So in 2007, the commission decided to take things into its own hands, injecting more money into the programme and assuming its full management and ownership. In the following five years, from 2007 to 2014, €3.4 billion Euros was required for Galileo to reach full operational capacity and start EGNOS exploitation, but only €1 billion had been set aside for this period. The extra 2.4 billion was finally made available in 2008 with the approval of the European Parliament and the Council. Finally, despite a six-year delay, Galileo was back on track after the joint efforts of the EU institutions and full deployment was then planned for 2013. But in 2011, after a number of studies focused on the costs of the systems, the Commission again reviewed both the costs and the timeline of Galileo. Initial operational capacity would not be reached until 2014 and full operational capacity until 2019 at the earliest and an extra 1.9 billion euros would be needed over the 2014 to 2019 period to complete Galileo's deployment. Under the current EU financial framework, which runs until 2020, more than 7 billion euros has been earmarked for Egnos and Galileo, but with operating costs on the rise, will it suffice? It is estimated that by 2020, the EU and European Space Agency will have invested more than 13 billion euros in developing Europe's satellite navigation systems. This financial effort, although clearly bigger than originally expected, matches the cost of similar programs such as the American GPS and responds to Europe's determination to have strategic autonomy in this field. The clock is ticking for Galileo to meet the objective of full operational capacity by 2020, but finally it seems on track to achieve it. In 2016, six new Galileo satellites were put into space and in December of the same year, Galileo's initial services were declared operational. Today, a whole new range of Galileo-enabled products have reached the market, boosting innovation and growth in the EU. And European citizens will soon have access to more accurate, reliable and secure satellite navigation data than ever before. You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service Podcasts.